the Santa Anita Friday edition of the Notorious OTB on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and legal in 40 states. Head to cut.com. That's K-U-T-T.com. Use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. We're also brought to you by the SGPN NFL Playoff Challenge, sponsored by Edge Boost. Free to enter and $20,000 in Edge Boost deposit bonuses up for grabs. Enter today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NFL playoffs. Welcome, everybody, to the Notorious OTB. And, folks, as always, it's all good, baby, baby. Oh, it was all a dream. We used to read Blood Horse Magazine. I got my Cuban links. Yes, on. Cuban B. I'm your host, Chase Essence, the Wolf of Oakland. I got ice all over my body, looking like a snowman. Big rocks in the grill, dancing like a slow jam. My chain's so heavy, I'm walking like an old man. Try me, you. Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, it's been an action-packed day. Uh, well, for me, uh, I caught on to some news like two days later than everyone. That that's blown my mind. Also, Nick Saban retired. That's also crazy. Uh, this is the portion of the show, of course, that we call musings. Um, has. The, the two-day-old news I'm talking about, has anyone else seen the video of the jellyfish UFO? And, folks, that's the last time I, I say UFO. Not because I'm going to quit talking about them, but because they're called UAPs now. Uh, shit is crazy. It looks like a jellyfish with a little dude on the inside floating around. What's crazier is the only way the military saw it was through their sensors. They couldn't see it with the naked eye, but they could on infrared. So what if, like, we've developed technology where we can finally see like the fourth dimension and these things are all around us all the time. I fucking hope they are good at keeping secrets. I don't need everyone in 4d knowing uh, that to climax and 3d down here. I need to unwind with the cognac and have a belt around my neck. I don't need that getting out in 4d these days. All right. Anywho, I got a newbie joining me who just had to sit through that. Um, I'd like to describe her face, but I don't think I would do it justice, uh, the shock. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, she's a competitive handicapper with multiple appearances in NHC and BCBC. Uh, since 2019, she's been involved in the game as a breeder slash owner. That's right. She's a slash. And in 2020, she launched uh, Haphazard Race- Racing Inc., uh, where she manages racing partnerships. And you can find her making content with our friends at America's Best Racing, who we're very fond of. Ladies and gentlemen... Uh, I'm going to give you her uh, roller derby name that we came up with yesterday. And then her real name, Suplexa Zap, a.k.a. Alexa Zip. What is up, Alexa? Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Thank you for sitting through my autoerotic asphyxiation bit. I really appreciate that. Absolutely. (laughs) So how many times have you actually been in the BCBC and NHC? Oh, um, that's a good question. I don't know. I feel like I've been in, in the NHC three or four years. Okay. You're, I, I mean, you're you're a younger person too. I mean, I think that's there are people who try their entire lives and don't go one. Yeah, I missed I missed last year. I was I started chasing it really hard because I was close on points, um, and I missed last year. I still went, but I didn't get in. That was the first year I hadn't gotten in, in I think three years. What? So 
Well, what's the highest you finished out of curiosity? I've never made the cut. I was um, the last, I think it was the last year I went, it's all runs together during those COVID years when they were all like a couple months apart. Um, but right. I was right inside the cut with like 150 something bucks. And then yeah. um, I think I had like six plays left and just whiffed one after the other. And I I think I missed the cut by like $4 or something. So I've never made the cut. Was it, were the, how bad of whiffs are we talking? Or did they, did they like, you know, do we get some minor awards, maybe hit a super factor? Or are we talking didn't run a step? I mean, it, I needed $4 with six plays and I knew I only needed like a two to one. I wasn't only playing two ones, but <laughs> it was pretty bad. <laughs> my, my worst ever contest beat is a horse that I didn't play that I should have played. It was at Oaklawn whenever they did their tournaments that they hosted during the summers. And I had a 60 to one shot at Prairie Meadows cap horse that I just Woof. just let, let go. I would have set a record. I think that day, if I had actually, I had, I almost quit tournaments actually um, with my worst beat. It was a couple years back in slow cow, which is coming up and is now my favorite tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I was in the lead, but I was in the top five maybe. Um, and top prize was 200 and 5,000. And so I was like, feeling pretty good. And <laughs> I was on this 20 to one shot and I started looking at the race and I was like 20 to one. And then, um, I liked this 10 to one and I, I swear I switched back and forth between them until it went off and the 20 to one won, And I was on the 10 to one <laughs> and it was pretty painful. I was like, I got, of course, it was 21 in the last race, so I got passed by, you know, a buttload of people. Right. I couldn't play tournaments for a couple months, and I was like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. But then I was like, but wait, I'm good enough to be in or near the lead (laughs) in these tournaments. I'm going to keep doing it. And then the next year, I got third place, so. At at any point when you were sitting in that like top five, did you already spend money in your head? Because I think that's the guaranteed uh, whiff is when you when you're like, I wonder if fur coats and grills are business capital. <laughs> I I may or may not have been dreaming about the beach. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, well, it's tough. So kind of transitioning into the the topic that we're going to talk about today. Uh, you, you, I mean, you're a tournament player, which is a lot of just like picking winners. Are are you very much of a uh, of a horizontal player, like pick fives and and those sort of sequences? How do you typically play the races? So I know we're doing a pick five. I kind of hate pick fives <laughs> in general. Um, I I have a hate hate relationship with them. I mean, I've hit them. I just feel like I I prefer exactas um and doubles i like more consistency in my return um, right and i just feel like pick fives for me at least i'll hit a big one now and then but otherwise i'm like yeah just beating I, your head and t- beating yeah. your head against the wall until god merciful like yeah because you hit you three or four out of five over and over again and you're like why didn't i do a rolling pick three so i do rolling pick threes <laughs> here we go there yeah. we go. Uh, so we're going to be talking about the uh, Santa Anita Friday late pick five, which I think you might actually be on track for. Uh, that's this Friday, uh, January 12th, year of our Lord, 2024. Uh, the sequence starts race five. Post time for the card is 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 God's time, and uh, 12.30 out in the specific time zone. Uh, post time for the sequence, the fifth, 5.30 Eastern, 4.30 God's time, 
230 specific. Uh, and this is a tough one. It's got three uh, confounding maiden races, I will say. Um, I'm going to ask you the question I ask of all my guests whenever we do like a pick five sequence. Did you have any sort of overarching strategy for the sequence? Do you back out and take a look at it as a whole? Do you focus in on each race? And then by the time you kind of tally it up, that's what you got for your ticket? Yeah, I focus in on each race. Um, and I try, t- typically I'm not going to play a pick five sequence unless I have a couple strong opinions. Um, just cause it, you know, the cost gets unmanageable if you, you know, want to spread in every single race, but, um, but no, I, I, I like to look at each race individually. Now, I, I mean, what I'm take a look at, what I'm going to do for this is t- when I looked at the fifth and the sixth race, I kind of thought that. Uh, I could take a swing at a maybe it looks like they could be chalky. I could maybe throw in some chalk and then tack on a uh, another shot that I liked. I, you know, it was kind of a it looked like I could stay thin. And then the more I, I investigated, the the more difficult it, it seemed to get. So let's go ahead without any further ado. Uh, we'll jump into the first race of the sequence. Race five, the seven furlong, sixty two and a half thousand dollar maiden optional claimer on the dirt. Um, this one's interesting because the two horses that should be favored might just duel each other out on the front end. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what did you think of this race of the pace set up and, uh, who'd you end up going with? Yeah. So for this one, I did go chalky this race. I, I went logical. I just don't see a whole lot of strong late kick here. Um, so I, I went with the six and the seven for this leg, which is the chalk. I think it's possible they'll wear each other out, but I still don't know if by the time they wear each other out, if anybody's going to be there. Yeah. See, that's the, I'm swinging wildly. Like my, my motto after this race might be the, the good old fashioned. That's why God made pick fours uh, because I'm trying to go outside the box here. Um, you know, the, we have two horses that look like they're going to duel. You have other horses that are a little bit question marks, but you also don't really have a lot of horses that have shown that they've learned to pass other horses yet. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take the two. I'm banking on Sharponzo and Tapolo, uh, the two favorites to to uh, duel each other out. And I'm going to take a, sh- a swing with the eight uh, explosively and the nine bowtie boys um, explosively wasn't tied at the break in the last effort r- running on the all weather track at golden gate fields uh, horses coming off of all weather, of course, is uh, what we call around here. A uh, dirty little pig boy angle, little pig boy. Can I little pig boy? Can I get the definition? Little pig boy. He's that pathetic, dirty bitch. Baby mistress gets the stand up. So this one, like most of the field, gets Lasix for the first time for Red Mosier. And I like seeing that. And I also like seeing that this one didn't necessarily quit after being kind of wedged in tight at the start. It didn't quite pass horses, but it's also encouraging that it didn't quit on me. So I'm using the eight explosively. And then I'm going to use the horse that kind of looks like it can pass. It's only made up a length in its career, but it finished a nice third last out and a $50,000 uh, maiden claimer in the nine bow tie boys uh, has the most promise as a horse that could pass other horses. And I love the weight break that this Tim Yak teen trainee gets here after two, after the two speeds at minimum, by the way, uh, I, I'm saying the two speeds, Sharponzo and Tapolo, but here's the deal. I mean, that's at minimum. You have a, it's a maiden race. Other people could go because that's just how maiden races are run. So, you know, it's not guaranteed that they're only two, but at minimum, there are only two. But I think they duel each other out. 
then that weight break uh, that Bowtie Boys gets over the seven furlongs uh, might let Bowtie Boy do his best. Bowtie Boys do his best running uh, late into this race, and hopefully, maybe pick up the pieces. Um, yeah, I, I was kind of with you. I, I really had to squint a little bit to try to figure out who could actually run into this pace. Yeah, I looked at that eight quite a bit. I think the thing that deterred me from using it was just how fast of a pace that race was. And he still didn't really make up a whole lot of ground. But that being said, these are all young horses and haven't really showed us what they got yet. I am a bit interested in the one big gain, the first time starter. I love first time starters. Throw something in, throw something in there we don't know anything about, right? I mean, it's got a decent pedigree. Um, has a couple fast works, so you plus you get John Sadler. I don't I don't know what the the figures on other Sadlers are, but I feel like with all of these trainers who have multiple entries that are pretty good, it's usually the other one that uh, jumps up and bites me squarely in the ass. All right, <laughs> speaking of speaking of biting squarely in the ass. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that'll help you make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet five bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code SGP. New customers can bet just five bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Visit www.1800Gambler.net in New York. Call 877 877- Eight Hope New York or text Hope New York four six seven three six nine in in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call eight 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 seven eight nine seven 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 or visit ccp.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. Twenty one plus age verifies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire one hundred sixty eight hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources and we're also brought to you by our friends at the game time app who wants you to get the tickets without the stress remember buying tickets on your favorite events shouldn't be stressful and game time is the fast easy way to buy tickets for all the sports music comedy even theater near you they've got crazy last minute deals that you can take advantage of you can even see images of your seats before you go in which is good because i will buy a seat behind a steel ass girder but oh why is this ticket only $2? Because it's behind a girder chase. Anywho, game time is a place for last-minute ticket deals. Forget the planning months in advance. Snag the tickets without the stress, and it's perfect for the playoffs. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. And after reading that many disclaimers, I need to get a uh, a little rehydration break in. If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, if you're not into yo, all right, we are looking at the pick five. Alexa, what are your what's your stance on pina coladas and getting caught in the rain? I'm here for it. Yeah, there we go. Race six. Five and a half furlongs, uh, $50,000. This one is a California bred maiden claimer, the second leg of this pick five. Uh, so just for the game theory of it all, I should toss one of these horses I'm using. But of the two horses, the one I'm thinking I should toss looks frankly like the best horse in the race. Which one the is that? Sec- uh, it's it's going to be it's gonna be the uh, the seven, last call, Paul. Yeah. I, I, I logically should single this, but... 
the second horse I'm using, I'm going to say is like hugging a sack of knives because it's all my sharp angles, uh, is the one Cody Boy. They're, they're throwing the kitchen sink at Cody Boy here because Cody Boy is a first-time gelding, uh, getting first-time Lasix, and throwing blinkers on. That's the, the whole enchilada of changes and the dirtiest of Little Pig Boy angles. Little Pig Boy comes from the dirt. <laughs> He's a weasley little mud grub who needs to be stood on. Little Pig Boy. So, uh, with all those changes, I feel like the connections are pretty invested in getting this one's picture taken. I'm going with the one Cody boy and the seven last call, Paul. What about you? I am in agreement with you. So I agree that Cody boy just has so much going on. You can't ignore it. You got first time gelding the cutback of what? Two and a half furlongs. Um, first time on the dirt, which I think the pedigree lends more to that than what they've been doing on the grass. Um, coming off a of quick work. Four and 47. I mean, you just got to use this horse. What, what's the morning line on him? Six to one. Yeah, throw it in there. I agree with this. I think the five and the seven will be the pace in the race. Um, and I mean, I don't think it's going to be a hot pace, but I think the seven will have a bit more staying power than the five. One other one I'm going to throw in there is um, the number three. Burax Reflection. Also first time gelding and strongest close in the race. So I do think, I think this lends a little bit more to those that are going to be closer to the pace. However, if there's any type of meltdown, I think Barack's reflection can pick it up. Hey, and five and a, uh, Matthew DeSantis makes fun of me all the time because I think that every six furlong and five and a half furlong race is going to automatically melt down and that a closer is going to, going to win. I I'm with you is like where, you know, outside of that first race where I thought that you had two definite speeds, it seemed like even it was a theme for the rest of the sequence that there just wasn't a whole lot of clear cut speed in, in a lot of these races. Uh, I, it seemed that I'm remembering now and I could possibly uh, be wrong. No, All right. I agree. And five Uncle Juju has faded like every time. However, pretty much every race has been a really hot pace. So um, this one might set up a little bit better um also, they pull the blinkers off too so if it i mean if it's a horse that needs the lead maybe because it looks like every time it gets headed it, it just stops and if it's a horse that needs the lead pulling those blinkers off maybe he can see the other horses running closer on to him yeah yeah i spread in this race i did the one three five seven so. all right yeah. moving yeah. moving on to what i call the hump day leg hump day. Right? <laughs> the wednesday of this pick five race seven Eight furlongs, $50,000 allowance in the turf. I don't know about you, but uh, I am single here. Um, yes, I'm, I'm single. I, I want a mango. You want a mango? Um, wow, that's not cooperating. Um, yes, I'm, I'm single. I, I want a mango. You want a mango? Yeah. Now I've got one horse I'm mingling with, but I'm more interested in hearing who Alexa's got in this race. What do you think of how it shapes up? Who are you playing? I am not singling this race. I'm very curious who you're singling. I am <clears throat> spreading. This race, I have a bomb. It's not necessarily my favorite horse in the race, but it's 20 to 1. I'm including it. Number 8, Ice Queen. Queen. Um, okay. I do think this horse might have some soundness issues. It looks like it's been having 
kind of some issues throughout his whole career with like some long layoffs and some vet scratches here and here, but continues to come back and run well after each time. So there's a bit of a layoff. However, um, have some blazing works. I had a three and 34 and a four and 47 and they're running it right back 12 days later. So I just think after the layoff, that might've been kind of a, you know, let's just get her back in the, get her back in the swing of things. And then they're coming right back. So I like the eight for a price. I'm also including the one, two and the five. Um, this two has some really fast works and is the best closer. And then this is, Let's see here. Almost $2 ROI after these long layoffs. And with the decent works, I'm like, hmm, yeah, 72. Okay. Um, I just don't see there being a lot of early types in this race. So I think whoever might get the lead might do it, which is probably the one or the five. But I'm throwing the two and eight in there as well. Yeah, so I, I'm singling because I think I have a pace advantage with a horse that doesn't need a setup. And like you said, uh, where does the pace come from? I, I kind of think of these as like nervous amoeba races where all the horses that like want to be out in front but don't necessarily want the lead just kind of run as one big nervous amoeba right at the front of the race. Uh, I also call it moonwalk races where the gates open and everyone just kind of moonwalks backwards to not be on the lead. Uh, it, it seemed like you had that sort of setup. And so my pace advantage comes from the la that lack of early speed. And uh, I think a Fordly Place pressing stocking horse will take this. And I'm singling the one, Annie's Joy. Uh, all those things I just mentioned work for Annie's Joy. And this one seems to really have some versatility in the running style for, for what the pace demands. Uh, it, it can run very close to the front. It can run a few lengths off. I have a feeling it'll probably be able to stay about a, a length, a length and a half off the lead and be in perfect striking position to maybe sneak up the rail or tip out wide. Um Plus, Ant Antonio Frazu seems to have a, a you know really have a connection with this horse. Uh, really took off after the making the, after making the jockey switch. So I, I'm thinking good things still happen with uh, with Annie's Joy. I like it. I mean, I, right. I injure as well. So I don't yeah. I don't think her enough to single her, but but I like it. And I mean, okay, I do. I just saw Kitten's Joy. I do have a thing with Kitten's Joy going long on the turf. I mean, it's kind of an automatic play. There so, you go. Yeah. There you go. Um, I was going to say I know someone named Annie, but actually that's not even true. I don't. I don't have any friends named Annie. Um, I don't either. That's weird. Yeah. So I should probably uh, cut out this line of conversation. Oh, speaking of cut... That's right. Cut is a peer-to-peer -peer social betting platform that the, that's U.S.-based and legal in 40 states. Peer-to-peer -peer social betting is new and better way to bet directly against your friends or other users on sports, politics, pop culture, or other events with verifi verifiable outcomes, plus tons of fun social features that give you the feel of a betting social network. Cut offers lower VIG and fully customizable odds. Create your own bets. Cut handles the payment side of things so you never have to chase anyone down for money. Social features like a group chats, betting leaderboards, head-to-head -head history, user profiles, fan groups, and more. Get cash back every single time you bet against your friends or other users on Cut. So, we're also brought to you by Cut. The platform that's U.S.-based and legal in 40 states. Head to Cut.com. That's K-U-T-T.com and use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. And as always, we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. 
Uh, Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, and college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. As always, my favorite underdog pick for today's show is higher. Everything just higher. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. We sign up for the promo code SGPN. Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. And holy crap, I need water. One more time. If you had a second line and them boys got a gun, you better run for it, run for it, run. Two defense on beef and them boys by the time you better run for it, run for it, run. All right, we're, we're on to, I, I'm going to call it the feature, I guess. Uh, I feel like that's the most apt title for this race. The feature, I guess. Race eight. Eight furlongs. $20,000. Nine winners of one something. I'm not your condition reader. Get the past performances. Read your own damn conditions. Uh, it's a California bred allowance race on the dirt. And I'll tell you, uh, I've been pretty conservative thus far adding horses to the ticket. I get crazy with the cheese whiz here, Alexa. What about you? This one I thought was the more, probably one of the most straightforward races. I only have two horses in it. Um, so, top pick, number three, Mystic Flyer. I think it's the only, only speed in the race. Um, I think it's been fading. However, doesn't didn't like the turf. Like, throw those out and go back. So, um, I really like the three here. I also am using the favorite the five carries gold coming off two wins on the turf um three out of four wins and last starts all on turf so here's okay here's a little bit of a like minor soapbox i'm curious what you have to say about it i don't totally you know okay as a horse owner okay it's really it can be really hard it is really hard a lot of times to find the correct placement for your horse where do they excel where are they good at and when you find it don't I wanted to curse. I know I can, but don't mess with it. Like it's working. So like, don't mess with it. So this horse is winning and winning well on the turf. So now they're, you know, switching to dirt. So I'm not, not that it hasn't, hasn't done well or okay on the dirt, but I'm kind of like, and I know sometimes turf races can be hard to find and um, hard to get into, but I don't know. That being said, I still think it's a good play. Um, And he's more of a tracker, but close to the pace so if the three does kind of repeat the classic fade that he's been doing i think it might pick it up so for me it's the three five okay uh so i thought that this pace is murky once again as in who actually goes no one appears to be the want the lead type of horse i think the winner comes from the front of the pace but i'm not certain who actually makes the lead or who goes i am literally taking all of the speeds here it's a five horse race I'm going an all but one burger here in this race um, because it's all stocking pressing type horses, except for one horse I'm avoiding in, you know, it, you know, the, the all burger here by, by leaving it out. I, the only horse that I won't use, and I'd like to go ahead and congratulate on its win in this race now uh, is, is the four uh, speed grazy. Uh, literally if I, I don't think there's going to be anything for this horse to run into. So, I'm throwing caution in the wind to the wind. And by that, I mean, I'm taking five horses in a six horse race. That's bold. It's either speed grazy or it's your, your chalk horse. That's, that's how exactly how this shit is going to go down. 
I almost included Speed Crazy because, I, you know, I liked some of his past performances and it just got claimed off of one of my friends. I texted him about it and they love the horse. He's so sound. He's so strong. I still don't think that's that's some information that would have been much more useful about an hour ago, Alexa. Sorry, I threw him out still, too, just because, I mean, they're asking a lot. They're they're asking quite a bit in this little class jump here and hasn't really done as great on the dirt. I don't know. Um, but wow. Okay. So you're going all in minus speed crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So it will 100% be the chalk or speed crazy <laughs> that, that wins this race without a doubt. Uh, because I got, cause I decided to get cute. I'm not talking standard cute. I'm talking like corgis wearing sailor suits. Cute. Uh, <laughs> with my ticket structure structure here. All right. We've got one more leg left. Hopefully, it's the leg that brings home just generational wealth kind of money. The stuff that lets you talk to the help like this. Hey, 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 don't rub on that. You block that. You understand? That's alpaca. That's $25,000 alpaca. You block that shit. You don't rub on Put the club soda on there. We're talking that put that club soda on my alpaca money. That's right. Who's bringing it home for us in race nine? The six and a half furlong, $50,000 maiden claimer. On the turf, which I don't believe this is on the downhill. I think this is a flat six and a half, right? I believe so. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I I looked at the little chart and it didn't, and there yes. were no like asterisks or anything. It does I, not. Yeah. Okay. I like the downhill, but I'll do, I'll do with the flat. I guess. Uh, it's a wide open main race here, but it's also got a lot of so far career losers. Mm. I think the most prudent way to play this race is to take the new shooters that I can't definitively say suck yet. And then taking a shot with the one horse I know will be on the front end. What did you think of this race? Uh, were you, I, you know, I only go went three deep. Did you spread out here? I went three deep as well. Um, and then kind of have a, a fourth one if I want to get weird and throw it on the ticket at the end. My ticket's not, not that much, so I might add it to it. But I didn't really shoot for the stars here. I mean, I really didn't love this sequence that much, to be completely honest with you. But I think the most likely winner is the 10, the closer, the one who consistently has the best numbers across. It still doesn't like to win, obviously. I mean, main race. Um, but I went... Five, eight, ten. I think um, the cutback makes sense for the five lens to him. And I love a disappointing favorite last out. I like that angle. Um, I think it's going to prefer the turf. I I think the ten's going to be tough. You said you like one on the front end in this race? Yeah, and uh, you're, you're talking about it. Which one? The five adventures. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, adventuresome. But who just beat adventuresome? Um, this one. Okay, so the one is the horse where that I might throw in at the end. It's I think what eight to one morning line. Mobtop, uh, George Papadromo. Uh, yeah, Mobtop. Just got just got second. Adventuresome got third in the last out. Improved a ton. Um, only two races since Gelding, and the first one was, like, bumped really badly, so I feel like you can kind of throw that out. Um, so I don't know if we totally have a good gauge on where this horse is, um, and he's been improving. So I I think this one at a, a little price. You know what? I'm throwing it in. I'm leaving it in for sure, number one, Moogtown. So for me, I had 5, 8, 10, 1. 
So I, I use the five and you, we kind of mentioned, you mentioned a lot of things that I like about it. Um, you get a little, you get a little flavor, flavor, flavium product for Peter Miller. Uh, a fun, fun story. One time my daughter at daycare got in the dress up box uh, and decided to dress up and play. And they sent us a picture and I was like, why is my kid dressed like Peter Miller? Like all I had to do was Photoshop a little soul patch on her. And she was like Peter Miller in a little fedora. It was ridiculous. What, what sort of DJs am I sending her to in the middle of the day? Um, so I used Adventure Sim, then I used the two new shooters. The first one's going to be Big Juanito. Um, you know, has been turning in some nice, consistent five furlong work. So I think that this gilding making the debut at four will be plenty fast enough. Uh, the trainer angles aren't great, but the trainer, Victor Garcia, 22% with turf starts right now with a decent enough sample size. Uh, and then I'm using the other first or the seven, Night Music. Um Night music is also turning in some consistent works. I like seeing the gate work before the debut uh, on Friday. Uh, Candy Ride Baby out of a mayor who's also dropped two other turf winners and five starts. Uh, also a $250,000 purchase at auction. Uh, so I say that as if it's a feather in the cap. It is very much a not. This one in for a tag at $50,000 makes it a little bit irksome. Uh, but I can't say for a fact it sucks. And it's something that I always preach to my friend Mark Capitan during the Saratoga meet. Just because a horse is being dropped in class and dumped from a barn doesn't mean it's not the best horse in the race still. We'll find out if that's the case with Night Music making the first start. Does that give you qualms, though, like when they first-time starter in for a tag? First first time, especially when they spend a quarter million dollars on it. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's, a big, that's a big old red flag. <laughs> I, it is, it is. But that's, then again, like I said, you know, they'll all break your heart at some point. Mm. But this one hasn't broken my heart yet. Uh, whereas it looks like other the others have had uh, the opportunity uh, to win. And we're, we're getting close to like my cutoff point, which is if we hit double digit races uh, and you haven't won yet, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, you son of a bitch, you're dead to us is how I, I feel about it um let's go ahead let's wrap up these tickets real quick uh i'll go ahead i'll rattle mine off um when the first leg too deep eight nine uh the second leg race six we were one seven and the third leg the hump day leg we singled the one andy's annie's joy in the fourth leg we went all but the four one two three five six and then two five seven to close it out i ended up with a 30 dollar ticket at a 50 cent base if I maybe wasn't so lazy, I could ha- cut that ticket price probably in about half uh, instead of uh, giving Speed Grazy a-, a win in the um, in the fourth leg there. But uh, that's where we are. I've already said it. It's out there. I-, I know I have editing power, but you'd be surprised how lazy I am with editing also. Um, <laughs> so you want to give me your ticket? Yeah, I thought mine was cheap, but you beat me. So mine, um, I went too deep in the first leg with a 6-7. Uh, race six, one, three, five, seven, race seven, one, two, five, eight, race eight, two deep with the three and the five, and then race nine, the five, eight, and 10 for 96 bucks. And then if I throw in that one in the last race, I'm at 128. So I think we can hit a pick four together, but we can't hit the pick five. But it's the first, we, we diverged in a snowy wood um, yeah. very early, early on. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of diverging in a snowy wood, Quick word from our good friends, the nerds at Hall of Fame Bets, who want you to win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. 
enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bet's revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. Ah, there we go. Uh, it's a tough se- It's a tough sequence. It's a little bit, it's one of those sneaky Santa Anita motherfucker of a, of a sequence kind of sequences mm-hmm. where it's like, this looks like it should just be chalk and then like it pays four or five. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of, every race I was kind of like, meh, meh. <laughs> yeah. Meh. yeah. And then I'm like, but I can't, I couldn't feel strongly, really strong about a chalk or about a bomb. So, um, you know, we'll probably crush it. Yeah. I mean, obviously that's what we, we going to have that. Uh, what, what kind of wealth was it? Uh, uh that blot my alpaca money. Yeah. Um, yeah the talk talk down to the help kind of money you know catch me uh, was on saturday yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's right you'll you'll have already bought a fur and grill at that point and you'll just be yeah mm-hmm, exactly. you'll be like ha- handicapping cardi b at that point you'll be dressed head to toe in alpaca <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, it's a sweet lifestyle the real sweet lifestyle uh alexa you want to let some of the folks you know out there know where they can find you what you got going on uh you know with the abr and everything else sure yeah so um i guess social media i'm alexa underscore zep on twitter and instagram i don't know alexa's up i think (laughs) i think that's right yeah and uh i write some articles here and there for abr i do some video work here and there for abr pretty soon um my day job is working for the daily racing forum woohoo um so pretty soon i'll be doing some more uh handicapping content for them uh so that'll be fun and yeah oh we do have to touch on the horse racing women's summit because that's the most exciting thing oh my god yeah no i'm very sorry i left that off i i do consider this myself the show to be listen to that sweet virtue signaling right there to be a uh you know i consider myself to be an advocate for the for the lady handicapper my the deal my deal is i have two little girls that i really want to be into this and i think seeing people like yourself like crystal conning like nancy holthus all these awesome women in the in the the uh the industry really kind of helps that so uh, sorry to interrupt there and completely manjack the uh, you talking about the the horse racing women's summit. Please do talk about that. No, it's fine. I mean, yeah. So um, it's we've been going two years. I've been a part of it this last year. I'm on a few committees, um, and it's amazing. It's we have some events, a few pop up events throughout the year, and then the main summit, which is like three or four. I think it's three whole days at Santa Anita um, in the fall, and we had almost 200 women there from all different areas of the sport, you know, regulatory veterinarian, you know, um, more content creators, all sorts of things and different panels. And just the goal is to help other women, help women engage and invest in racing. So I am, we know that it's not always a super welcoming, um, sport to not just women, just newcomers in general, but and women. So we're breaking those barriers down and we're, we're helping, women connect and get engaged. So it's awesome. And teaching women how to handicap. That's something I've been doing this last year with it. So that's been really fun. 
That's awesome. That's uh, you know, if you're if you're interested in the sport, maybe you've been listening, you haven't quite dipped a toe in. I don't know who knows. Reach out to Alexa. She likes teaching people how to handicap. She can maybe help you out. Uh, and plus, I, I just want to say congratulations on doing those horse racing women's summits. So I think those are are really cool. And like you said, I, there needs to be less barriers to entry to the sport and making something more approachable and more friendly yeah. is always the way to do it. Absolutely. Uh, that's going to do it for us here at the Notorious OTB. Uh, stick around this week. We've got a, a great week planned. Uh, tomorrow, I got an, another newbie, which, by the way, welcome to Friends of the Show uh, status. Uh, you'll be oh, receiving yeah. a monogrammed velour jacket. Um, <laughs> that's just a misprint from someone else. It doesn't say anything about the show, but you'll know what it's about. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, we're going to have Clint Bradbury, another newbie, joining for the first time. And then Friday, I'm very excited. Uh, I'm going to have author Fred M. Cray on. Uh, he wrote the book uh, Broken, The Suspicious Death of Alidar and the End of the Horse Racing Golden Era, uh, which is I got the book for Christmas. I read it, and I'm so just honored to have him on to talk about it. It's uh, going to be a real fun show, so check that out. And don't forget, at the SGPN store right now, there's a 15% discount. Get yourself a dirty little pig boy shirt because they fucking rule. That for no other reason than they fucking rule. All right. That's going to do it for us here at the Notorious OTV, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We will catch you tomorrow.